Hey everybody, Stephen here from The Truth About Dyslexia. In today's episode, I want to talk about self-acceptance. I was listening to a great podcast from Tim Ferriss and Brené Brown, one that I listen to quite a lot, Tim Ferriss's uh, pod. And, you know, it, it's, it's great to hear those two riff and just talk about the topic of of actually accepting yourself. And it was a key part of their conversation. I just wanted to talk a little bit further about because I know it'll help me remember it. And two, I think it will bring everyone a huge amount of value in the dyslexic ADHD neurodiverse community. So let's dive in. Okay, so self-acceptance. You know, what an absolutely hard to work out term. You know, I call them, you know, I call them trigger phrases, which I learned from Davis Dyslexia. You know, it's something where it's not a physical word, self-acceptance. It's a very esoteric, it's very out there kind of phrase, right? Everyone will have a different version for it. You know, when someone's talking about self-acceptance in one way, they might mean one thing another way. It's something completely different. And so we can sometimes be sitting there having a great level of, you know, my version of self-acceptance, but not someone else's. Does that make sense? You know, it's so hard. If I say, what's your definition of self-acceptance? People turn around and say, what's self-love? And then you go, okay, what does self-love mean? They're like, uh, uh, you know, do you know what I mean? Like there's so many variations, right? And we can talk about it for hours. So what I thought I'd start with is, is what's my definition of self-acceptance? You know, what is my definition? To me, it's, it's being able in the moment to say, you're good enough. You know, you've got this. To be on your own side, in essence, against, not against everyone, but with everyone around you. Um, and, and being able to actually go to yourself going, especially, and this is really in the moment kind of feel, it, you know, it's being okay with yourself, not beating yourself up. Not saying I have to change before I love myself or change before I will be kind to myself is probably a better phrase. You know, it's, it's really that feeling in the moment of, of being okay, I'm, I'm okay. And it's not, I hate the word good enough. Good enough is a horrible phrase. I think it's another shocker of, of these words. But it's, you know, it's being okay in the moment. Like if you sit here for a second listening to this pod, uh, if you're driving, don't take your hands off the wheel. Um, but, you know, if you can, just put your hand on your heart and say, how do I feel about myself? And if you sit there and you start beating yourself up instantly, you know, that's where self-acceptance hasn't quite happened. Where I, I feel, I'm just happy in this moment. I'm just like, it's not about the stuff I have. It's not about what I have to do next. I'm happy in this moment. And it's that that calming feeling where no matter what's happening, I'm, I'm happy in the moment with myself. You know, I know I'm going to continue to grow and change, but in this moment, I'm happy with where I am. And that doesn't mean I'm a billionaire running on an, a yacht, but I'm happy with me. So that's my definition. So just to kind of place that, because I think there's a lot of podcasts, there's a lot of videos out there where they don't explain their definitions and things can be misconstrued. So, let me dig a bit deeper into what I heard on Brené Brown and Tim Ferriss. You know, great podcast to listen to, really good. Search Tim Ferriss's podcast, you'll find it. Now, what they spoke about and what he went into quite a bit of a diatribe about, love a good, love a good 
conversation like that. And he was talking about there are two levels of self-acceptance and this fear that if you, self, if you accept who you are in the moment, you will stop trying to grow as a person. You will stop trying to be ambitious. You will stop striving for better. You know, because you're always accepting yourself in every moment that you sit there and you go, I accept, I accept myself, I accept my flaws, I accept who I am right now. And that means that you're just not going to try, you're not going to actually push yourself to be better. Because one of the key things I've seen with those with dyslexia, ADHD, the right brain thinkers, is, is a part of us that's always wanting to grow. It's always want to experience more. You always want to know more. You want to understand more and it isn't at odds you know with what they were saying with self-acceptance and I, I know I struggled with this thing in my head I used to be very critical saying to myself if I accept who I am I can't you know then maybe I'll lose my ambition to be better and that was a key part of my identity so to, so when you feel that those two are at odds you can you can never find this kind of in the moment calm, and the way I liked what they put is it's kind of, you know, I, I keep going back to the strategy versus tactical, this vision of yourself in the future versus you in the moment. Now those two can be actually the same but separate, because who you are in the moment is is the person you know that's going through this, and many of us struggle to slow down long enough to actually feel into ourselves i've gosh it's painfully hard and it's taken a long time to get to where i am but you know being able to go hey i am good enough but i also am striving to be better like i look at you know the easiest way to look at this is to reflect on a year in the past if you think who were you a year ago and who are you today how far have you come have you changed have you learned some stuff have you grown in different areas of your life? You know, I always used to think, the way I used to tell myself is, you know, it feels like every year is a new life. It feels like I've lived a fresh perspective because I, I mold my perspectives around what's changing around me. But, you know, that, that's a good way to look at it is how far you've come. And many of us would say, hey, we've probably gone quite a distance. You know, not in everything, but in a bunch of places, we've come a long distance. And so... In that moment, and this is a really, you know, this is a really hard topic to talk through. So hopefully I'm, you know, holding you, <laughs> holding your attention a bit and I haven't lost it. But it, it's trying to be able to find this balance of going, hey, I accept myself in the moment, but I'm still, you know, the person I am in the moment still wants to continue to grow and move forward. And when you, when you actually grow from this place of understanding that and understanding that self-acceptance, I think it's, it's, it changed my life. There was a period there where I was never good enough and I was, I was driving to be ambitious because I wasn't good enough. I came from a place of not being self-aware of who I was, really understanding the way my brain worked, the way I operated, always wanting to be someone else, someone on the external, trying to drive to be you know, this person and, and, and I was kind of like, I don't want to say growing based on anger, but it was growing from a place of, of just, yeah, this, it was a horrible place. You know, now does that work? <laughs> hey, there's a lot of people who grow that way. Are they happy? I don't know. And, and it's, you know, they used a great example of some of these, these athletes that have won, 
you know, ring after ring, you know, in whatever sport they play, they're at the top of their game, they've been fantastic, but they're on their third husband or wife, they don't talk to their kids. And, you know, day to day, they're, you know, they're using addiction to survive because they, they hate their lives. <laughs> but on the outside, they look successful, but they've actually got these horrible places. And a lot of the time that's been driven from growth from a, a non self aware, a non, you know, not a not a great place, right? You know, they've used anger, fear, frustration, comparison as the driver. Whereas when your growth comes from self-acceptance, it's kind of the, you, you find this kind of, I'm trying to explain the feeling. It's this calmness. It's this calmness in knowing that when you accept yourself, nothing in the day can hurt you. Like it's, it's very rare anything can in that respect. Um, how do I say this better? Bear with me. I, I, the, using this intuitive diet I'm on, gives a great example is that people when they're on a food plan or they're deciding how they want to eat many of us who struggle with it focus on every individual meal like it is a, like it's the temple that meal is going to change everything good or bad but in the grand scheme of it one meal makes no difference at all to your weight it's what you do on a consistent basis that makes makes your weight. Does that make sense? And so what I'm trying to get at there is, is saying that when you accept yourself on a day-to-day basis, you're, you're happy in the day, whatever happens. And because you're happy in the day, as you move towards your growth goals, they happen at the right speed for you, the right pace. You're grateful as they appear. You're happy as they appear. They appear in a way that you love and you enjoy. And, you know, that's what I've started to find over the last three or four years, going from a place of reactivity and and probably negativity to myself, to others, and in just kind of a blah state, to being a point where, hey, I'm good enough. You know, again, there's me using that horrible statement, but, you know, I accept myself for who I am in this moment. You know, I accept the place, the person I am. And from this place, I will continue to grow, help more people, love my life more, and tweak every day. There will be harder days some days, there will be better days other days, but I'm on the right, I'm going in a direction that comes from self-love, self-acceptance. And I think, you know, why am I doing this podcast? I just think many of us need to know this or hear this more. You know, many of us are so hard on ourselves, yet so kind to others. I used to be so nice to others. I'd move mountains, but I'd be so mean to myself in the journey. And thinking that meanness drove me to greatness, which was BS, let's be honest. You know, as I've started to say, hey, slow down and and feel into myself and let myself be who I am, to love my dyslexic, my ADHD mind, and know that, you know, it is what it is. It's a tool for me to work with, and I love it. You know, I love what I've been given and all the things I'm grateful for. You know, it's it changes your outlook. Everything gets a tint of, you know, a tinge of, you know, refreshed feelings. I don't know. It's hard to explain this. But all I would say is if you do find yourself giving yourself a hard time, 
really take a moment, put your hand on your heart and, you know, and ask yourself, you know, tell yourself with honesty, I love you and everything about you or me in your case, <laughs> you know, not me, you, you know what I mean. So yeah, that's what I wanted to share guys. I just wanted to really get that out because it is so important and it's maybe we don't talk about that in society enough. Like I, I love the work of Brené Brown. If you haven't watched her Netflix special, it's a few years old now. It's fantastic around vulnerability, but if you can get your head around it, if you can feel into it, you know, dyslexics, we're very emotional souls. You know, some of us have put up, have used, put up big walls that make us think we're not emotional, but we are. It just means we've got a wall in front of our emotions. It doesn't stop them. Uh, others of us let it all out probably too much, we may feel. But, um, you know, it all comes down to loving yourself. It's, it's you, right? You've got to, if you don't love yourself, no one else will. You know, that is a very true statement. So, yeah, that's what I wanted to share, guys. I hope you have an epic rest of your day, and I'll be back next week.